Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. Probably just the time uh, being around high school guys for 14 years in a city, uh, being at a program where, you know, you're attracting kids to come to your program, not recruiting players, but attracting players to come to your uh, come to your school, transferring from all across the city. That's just relationships. Not really selling nothing, but just being genuine, honest, and uh, just, you know, just creating that vision for families. Um, and at the same time, you know, you know what areas you need to invest in. Fertile grounds, I believe in investing into fertile grounds. Uh, and that's all the way from Pop Warner all the way up, you know. So if I need to show attention to a Pop Warner program from a certain area in the city or a certain area in the state, I do that, you know, and wherever I'm needed. Uh, I try to be there for those guys because so I, I remember the guys that was there for me as a high school coach. And, uh, and I always want to keep those guys on my side. I never want to create enemies uh, when it comes to uh, recruiting players. There's wide receivers coach Emmett Jones on his recruiting prowess. And, uh, well, he's already proved to us how great of a recruiter he is, capable of a recruiter he is, 2024 class, 25 class, just look at what's in both of those classes already. I feel like the approval rate, text line can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the approval rate for Emmett Jones is pretty high right now, if not very high right now. And if the wide, rec- wide receivers end up exceeding expectations and they develop a true, legit number one target and they're just much better than they were a year ago, turn into a strength, I feel like the approval rating for him right now is high. Buddy, it'll skyrocket here in the next four months if wide receiver ends up being a really good position for this team yeah if he's able to you know I I don't know like the on field how would you measure the on field equivalent to recruiting success would that be an all big 12 selection would that be a an NFL draft pick in in a certain round uh, would it be, uh, you know, leading the conference in any specific system? Would yes, it be? yes. All it's like eye test. Maybe I mean, this yeah. is a we, we know football here. We've watched enough of it. Like we know what's what's this good offense ball and should what's be not. able to produce a, yeah. an all Big Twelve receiver. Yeah. So if they produce an all Big Twelve, if you want to make it simple and not just say eye test, produce an all Big Twelve wide receiver like first team. Yeah, I think people will be very happy. I think, you know, that's what. Although, you know. Bill Biedenbow went like six years straight of uh, having the Big 12 Offensive Lineman of the Year, and you still got people uh, knocking him. So, never satisfied. Never satisfied. But also, like, when you listen to his quotes, Tyler, it just makes all the sense in the world why he's so good on the recruiting trail. I mean, everything he says, talking about, well, no, I'm at a place that attracts. I don't have to recruit. We we attract them. We're honest with them. And then, he, you know, he gets a little spicy with it sometimes, you know, talking about the Gavin Freeman stuff, talking about this, that, and the other. I mean, he's – He basically called Austin and Texas soft on Tuesday. Yeah. And I'm here for it. That was – oh, my gosh. And that quote's not getting enough because the Gavin Freeman stuff obviously caught some of the headlines. But 
I mean, basically saying, oh, I had to see what Brandon Thompson was about because, you know, where I, where I come from, you know, Austin, we look at those guys a little soft. I think the only, you know, kind of the defensive side equivalent is what I've been hearing out of Jay Valai a lot. Jay Valai's got a lot of that, hey, if you're, if, if you're soft, you're not going to play for me. Like, he's got a lot of really good, just honest, you know, nose to the grindstone, grindstone type of talk. That, that I really think is hitting home. Emmett Jones said earlier this week, quote, I feel like I can recruit against anybody with this logo, end quotes. And outside Bryant-Wesco, and it proves the point, if I'm bringing up the one guy that he lost out on in this recruiting cycle, if we know the name, we know the player, and we know the school that he's at, then it means his, um, his hit rate's been very, very high in the 24 and the 25 class. So it would feel like, and we'll see how well he develops, I understand that, but... Everything that we can judge up to this point, that was a that was a home run hire at wide receiver. Well, and keeping in mind that Bryant Wesco never came to a an official visit at OU, and I think if if you get Emmett Jones in a room with him on an official visit, all bets may be off. He may be in the class right now. Now, who knows who else is in the class at that point? But I mean, you can say that you know Emmett Jones didn't get who he wanted. He never really even got a crack at him. So so we'll see. But yeah, filling up the twenty twenty five class, we may not get out of August without four wide receivers in that class. I mean, I, I, I like think four lot, four stars. I think most people think you're going to get Jaden Nickens, in-state prospect this month, which would give you your, what, second four-star receiver in the state of Oklahoma. I, I can't remember if I brought this up to you yesterday or not. I know I did with Parker a couple of days ago. I know we're zoned in on the 2024 recruiting cycle, and rightfully so, but if anyone cares to look ahead to 2025, it could be one of the deepest, like, it could be one of the best talent seasons or talent years that the state of Oklahoma has had in a long, long time. Because as it sits right now, the state of Oklahoma, which Cal heard no more than a month ago, ripped and says it has no in-state talent and that's why OU could be the next Nebraska, the state of Oklahoma has four top 100 players for the 2025 cycle. I don't know the last time that's been the case, Travis. And there could be more, man. Kevin Sperry could be a top 100 player by the time it's all said and done. Um, there is a world where there's five top 100 players in the state of Oklahoma for 2025. So that class is loaded, and OU by the end of this month is probably going to have at least two of those in this class. Yeah, and that's why the take from Colin Coward was so silly, because it's not like they like picked up and moved us away from Texas. Like, we've always recruited – Oklahoma has always recruited pretty much the same area. Like, you go – from Kansas City down to the DFW, for the most part, that's where you're going to get the meat of your roster. I know Switzer always liked to have one more player from Oklahoma than he did from Texas. Uh, and, and I'll tell you what, Tyler, OSU, the fact that we have players taking PWOs over their Oklahoma State full-ride football offers, I mean, the amount of just legitimate Oklahoma born and bred players that will be on the roster and in the locker room, I mean, it's it's yeah. going to be pretty significant. 2025 is a big, 2024 is really good too. Yeah. 23 was good, but 25 is. Oof. Well, but that's the it's thing. Only, like, we talk about it, it's like, okay, yeah, you've got the top end, but now you're loading up on on local guys that can can still be kind of that. You know, foundation of the program that grew up. This is not the mercenary style recruiting that you yeah. saw from uh, previous staff. Uh, okay, practice number two in the books. Uh, already two practices in the books for OU this training camp. Twenty nine days until kickoff. Uh, Britt uh, Brit Venable spoke with the media after some highlights. Four guys are working at Cheetah right now, which. 
four guys I've heard in the past two recruiting cycles about 18 commits and signees say, yeah, I'm probably going to play Cheetah. So. Well, at least the message boards. I mean, I think I think everybody uh, ends up playing. Dejon Terry, I think, was going to get some looks at uh, Cheetah when, we, when he signed. Four guys working at Cheetah right now per Brent Venables. Uh, that's Justin Harrington. That's Desan McCullough. That's Reggie Pearson. And that's Peyton Bowen. I would think Harrington and McCullough probably get the most run at Cheetah. But watch out for Pearson and Bowen potentially in some uh, different defensive packages that they're going to run this year. But I'm going to guess Harrington or McCullough is like your full-time Cheetah starter if you want to want to call it that. Yeah, exactly. And 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 with it being a kind of safety linebacker hybrid, naturally when you have four guys, you're going to have a couple safeties and a couple more natural linebackers, right? So having that, you know, nobody grows up for the most part playing the cheetah position, right? Like that's not like the cheetah position is not a, a an option on two four seven or on rivals or something like that. Like it, that's not one of the drop downs. So you're going to get people that have linebacker experience or that have safety experience. So going to be very situational. But my question, Tyler, is who is going to be the starter announced in the video, in the pregame intros, and I think that battle comes down to Justin Harrington and Desan McCullough. I would agree. Uh, Brent mentioned Stogner, Petaway, and Jaden Gibson as offensive players that made plays today. So I uh, do not hate to hear that Austin Stogner, it's one practice, don't hate to hear that he's making some offensive plays today. We know uh, we know the situation at tight end going into the year, right? And then if you got a couple of other receivers making plays today in practice as well, okay, that's good. Uh, including Jaden Gibson, who a lot of people – some have uh, written off already. And then Marcus Hicks is uh, not on the roster currently. So I don't know if that was uh, surprising to, to most people or not, but Mark, Marcus Hicks no longer Well, he had, he had made a couple position changes, right, during his time. Position changes that obviously were, you know, physically demanding in order to get your body right to then play those positions. And, you know he he's he's graduated you know he's already done his micro internships stuff like that like and I think he's just probably done with football I mean I'm and that's fine you know that's fine and you know wish him nothing but the best but I'm not sure he would have been necessarily an impact player this year Uh, probably the biggest news for me uh for training camp Javante Barnes was out there he was looking healthy he was going through drills that's 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 good news. That's and 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 look, I, I guess if you were going to you don't want to suffer an injury anywhere, but running back might be your deepest position right now. Still, really good to see Javante Barnes, who might be your leading rusher this year. Which I guess he's probably he's probably got more carries and yards than any other running back they have there, right? I guess Marcus Major could be close to that, maybe, but Barnes could be your leading rusher this year. He looks good to go, and that's that's a really good sign. It, it was just it was funny seeing a video of uh, all the running back drills today, Travis, and it was okay. There's Barnes, yeah, he's a factor. Okay, here's Sawchuck going next. Okay, he's a factor. Okay, here's Tawie Walker. I think there's going to be a role for him. Okay, and there's there's Marcus Major next. This staff just won't give up on him. Okay, there's the two true freshmen. Uh, DeMarco just said one of them had the, the, the best freshman uh, summer that he's ever seen before. So it was just body after body after body after body saying, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see a scenario where this guy has a role this year. They're they're just they're just stacked at running back, man. Yeah, it's interesting because you know you're only going to typically have one in the lineup at the, at a time or one on the field at a time. This isn't like wide receiver where you can go six or seven deep and kind of run them out. Whether you want to do like a hockey style like line shift type situation or you're just doing one at a time, but no running back we're deep and that's the thing. Like eventually. You know, when are we – are we just going to keep taking two every year? Obviously, we want to take three this year. Um, you know, you got to account for maybe eventually somebody transferring, but we've got a ton of people in that room. Zane says, aren't we all secretly rooting for Justin Harrington to be the starter? You want your freak bodies to play the best ball. I don't know. Are we all rooting for Justin Harrington to Desa- be the starter. I, Desan McCullough's got a freak body as, as he's, well. He's pretty freaky, <laughs> and he's yeah. a freshman All-American. I mean, I, Zane, I would say not all of us because Todd Bates' nemesis says Harrington Blanken sucks, uh, like a few <laughs> texts down from yours. So, so no would be the answer. <laughs> Todd in Iowa says Cal Turd is 100% anti-OU because we hate his traitor USC coach, but Cal Turd can have him. And he will bail on USC this year to ride Caleb's coattails in the NFL. Maybe a, a story that you just sent me about 15 minutes ago, USC, and, and I joked about it yesterday, saying, well, Oregon going to the Big Ten, if nothing else, it's funny because USC was laughing all the way. <laughs> We're going to own West Coast recruiting now. Yep. Oregon, you're going to let be left behind in the crappy Pac-12. We're about to own you on the recruiting front. Well, even with that, that has not happened. It feels like Oregon has gotten the better of USC. But you just sent me a story where USC is not happy at all by this addition from the Big Ten. Right, and why would they be, right? I mean, that's – like, Lincoln went out there and, you know, he said, well, you know, I went to the playoff four times and, you know, didn't have the roster, you know, had the worst roster every time, this, that, and the other – which is odd because he's the one that put the roster together, like we've said, and he said he can't basically recruit to Oklahoma. Well, Brent Venables can certainly recruit to Oklahoma, you know. Um, but he goes out there. It, it just feels like it, it just feels like at least the administration, maybe the coaching staff, feels like, oh, I know what I need to do to finally recruit at the highest level. Oh, it must be Oklahoma. That must be the reason I can't recruit at the highest level. And then they go out there and they're like, "We'll go to the Big Ten. That must be why I can't recruit at the highest levels because I'm in the Pac-12." Like, it, it at a certain point, you can't continue to blame your failures in recruiting on 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 exterior circumstances. You you just have to look in the mirror, yeah, and say maybe I'm the problem. And they haven't been bad recruiting necessarily, no. but they have not met what the expectations immediately were for what he and that staff were going to do at a place like USC out on the West Coast. You, you'd agree with that, right? Well, not after talking like, because oh, Because well, everyone thought Mecca. it was top five classes as far as the art I can see, and they really haven't – I mean, I hadn't been there for very long. But they didn't sniff a top five class last year. Did, no. did they finish in the top ten a year ago? I don't believe were they, so. Were they close to it maybe? I, I think it was like between 10 and 15 if I had to guess. Yeah. But, but, it, but that's the thing is like – they're not killing it out there, and but but we were told, hey, look, the mecca. We're going to the mecca of college football. Tyler, what does the mecca look like when the conference implodes when you get out there? If, if I'm if I'm considering where the mecca of college football is, I will guess the footprint that doesn't implode. That's the one I'm going with. Well, the mecca of football is somewhere in the uh, southeast right now. It's, it's, it's where it's at. 
I, maybe it's in Athens, Georgia, right now. It's I don't know. It's it's somewhere in the southeast. That's where the Mecca is because that's where the uh, the best ball is being played at right now. And that's that's not going to change anytime soon. That's for sure. Uh, Chip Kelly had an interesting comment today on Big Ten travel. Tell hmm. me what you think about this. Chip Kelly, UCLA head coach. We won't play any games before twelve thirty our time, so that would be a three thirty kick. So we'll stay on our same time schedule because we would leave Friday play a game, which would be noon for us, three for them Saturday, and then come back. So I guess the Pac, well, Pac-12 schools, I'm still going to call them that, won't be playing any big noon games is what it sounds like to me. Well, did, did he say this? We won't be playing any games before 1230 our time on but, Big Ten Travel. But did he say this before or after I guess he said this Washington like today. and I guess he, he just recently said this. That seems interesting because Washington and, and Oregon being out there, you think that might influence a little bit, right? Like, yeah. I understand if everything's, you know, that's that's odd. It, it doesn't sound like they're playing any big noon games. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. And, and he didn't make it. That was a question on Big Ten travel, so didn't even make it sound like they're going to play a big noon game on the road either. Like, I could see if UCLA at Ohio State in Columbus, like it'd be 9 a.m. local time for UCLA, but they're not playing at home. Doesn't sound like they're even going to play a big noon road game. Maybe I, I could see Chip Kelly as a guy that's like uh, was halfway paying attention to the Big Ten travel. Maybe he heard it wrong. Well, and also they might just think like USC might, but they might think eh, UCLA, you're not going to be good enough to be featured on Big Ten. So we're just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, USC and Oregon, yeah, they they like, will be. Like, Sorry, UCLA. He, he read it as oh no, none of us are going to be having to play this, and it was like actually Chip, that was just for you guys. Um, by the way, did you watch any football last night? I mean DTR. Dorian Thompson Robinson stole the show last night for as much as you can steal the show in an early preseason game. But did anyone actually watch football last night? I, I turned it on and I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Is that who I think it is playing quarterback? Oh, my God, that's former Texas A&M quarterback Kellen Mond out there throwing ducks. That's exactly who it is. Yeah. Oh, I, boy. Well, hey, I've – I am on the record. Uh, you can look out. You can search Kellen Mond in my uh, Twitter uh, search bar. I was so mad when my Vikings wasted. I think a third Yikes. round pick on that guy, and I'm like, this guy is a bum. I was like, Kellen Mond's with he's Cleveland a, now. He's a bum. Oh. And then we and then we got rid of him. But I was like, that was one of the worst draft picks in in Vikings history. Did you watch any at all last night? Uh, I watched a little bit at the I got, at I got the a start. couple series. In, yeah, and I was like, all right, that's all I need. Yep, yep. I just, didn't make just, just a walk through for me. Didn't to make it ready. to halftime. Uh, also, a, a UCLA nugget that you didn't ask for today. Ooh. So, 2003, OU played UCLA here in Norman. Maybe you heard uh, Antonio Perkins took a few punts back that day and, mm-hmm. and uh, set an NCAA record. Well, the same day that happened, in the same stadium, for UCLA, Mercedes Lewis caught a one pass. I think he caught one pass for five yards for UCLA that day in 2003. He is still playing in the NFL today. He caught a pass in that 3 OU UCLA game. He's still playing in the NFL today. He will be entering his 18th NFL season with the Chicago Bears this year. I, I think he signed a new deal today with the Bears, but he's about to play in his 18th uh, season in the league. How crazy is that? Good Lord. I mean, at some point, I mean, I, I guess love for the game, but I mean, what, what are you doing if you're the Bears? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like an eighteen year old vet just yeah, out there. Exactly. And it's not like Mercedes Lewis is like, Oh, we've got to get a guy that like brings us a championship culture. You know what I mean? Like I mean, yeah, he's had a fine career, 
but you you don't you don't grab him and be like, oh, this is the secret sauce. He can tell us how he's been so successful throughout his career and look after our young guy. Like that's a weird signing. Remember man. you say that when uh, Justin Fields, uh, fifteen hundred yards for Mercedes Lewis this year. <laughs> I'm going to draft him in fantasy. <laughs> Justin Fields has like eleven touchdowns to him or something yep, like that. Drafting him in fantasy. Four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. More OU football coming up next right here on the Ref. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63 years. So, if we don't have the exact model you're looking for, we'll order it for you, and when it gets here, that's the price you pay. Come see us in Blanchard. Give us a call at 405-485-3333 or check us out on the web at knippelmeyer.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Bowen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000 or online at nced-hotel.com. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance company, which means they work for you. They can use their network of providers to search for better coverage and a better deal for your life, health, home, or auto insurance policies. With their help, it's easy to find a better insurance solution. Let them help you search for the best coverage for your needs. Give Rightway Insurance a call today, 405-607-6014. That's 405-607-6014 to get better, more affordable home and auto insurance. That's Rightway Insurance, your insurance advisor. Hey y'all, I'm Kelly Clarkson. Every American dreams of creating a better life for his or her family, but in some communities, those dreams face difficult challenges. When we come together to help those in need get the same opportunities as everyone else, we truly are making our country a better place to live for all of us. So look for volunteer opportunities in your community to help others achieve the American dream, all right? This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. No one wants to talk about their funeral memorial service. However, the pre-planning staff at Primrose made it such a simple process. We were able to not only select our services, but we were also able to remove the financial burden from our children as well. If you have not taken the step of planning ahead, I encourage you to make the call today to Primrose Funeral Service at 321-6000 and let the great staff begin helping you planning your desired service. Looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering. Unbelievable, Ron, and this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world. What is he thinking?
Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck. Thanks to PVA, paralyzed veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Learn more at pva.org. Citra Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. Apparently, Utah is expected to be accepted into the Big 12 as soon as tonight. Uh, the announcement, though, is expected in the next 48 hours. So, Arizona's coming to the Big 12. Utah's coming to the Big 12. You would think that Arizona State is coming to the Big 12 as well. Man, I wish. Crazy week, man. Woo! Happened quick. I know. Thank, thank God. Hey, Summer Sports Talk Radio. Appreciate it, realignment. Um... No, it's – I really wish Utah would have followed USC. Just, Me too. Just bully them. No, look, it's going to be fun to see Michigan bully them. Oh, yeah. and They'll get bullied. Wisconsin bully them. And, heck, if Purdue's able to bully them, that'll be pretty <laughs> awesome too. There's just something about Utah, our second favorite team, being able to do right. it. Right. Uh, okay, Meyer Chevrolet text line for, from the 405. Dylan says – Big noon needs to go away regardless. May, uh, maybe it's just me, but I can't stand it. I don't mind big noon kickoff from a viewer standpoint. I'm okay with a, with a good game at, uh, with, at 11 a.m. I just don't want to be a part of it. I like when Bob Stoops is on. Yeah, same. I just if, if Michigan and Ohio State play on big noon or if there's a great game at 11 a.m., let's roll. I just don't want OU to be playing their big game at 11 a.m. And that's what um, – when OU played Nebraska last year at 11 a.m., I asked a couple of Nebraska radio guys. It was like, guys, don't you guys just hate 11 a.m. kickoffs? Don't you guys just think it sucks that OU's coming to town and you have to host them from an 11 a.m. kick? And their response was, yeah, Nebraska fans really don't mind 11 a.m. kickoffs all that much. They don't really care about 11 a.m. kickoffs. They're fine with them. Do you think because... Like they're so old, they just, they're <laughs> up already or what? Maybe they're tailgating so good. That they just they're they're at the stadium all day anyways because they got I mean they've got that market or that area right by there with all the bars and the basketball arena hey and market yeah. and they're thinking they're thinking well I'm gonna be out here all day and all night anyways it doesn't particularly matter when the football game is elite setup Lincoln Nebraska it's great man it's pretty fun oh you oh you played really well there too so we got real fond memories seriously man seven one two from the state of Iowa we're not even gonna be the new kids on the block now Clemson and FSU are locked-in additions to the SEC. Well, do you, Todd, do you, have a, uh, do you have a source that we don't? Because it's not trending that way as of right now. I, I wouldn't put it at 0%, but... And maybe eventually, but... As of right now, yeah, it looks like they're... SEC's good. Yeah, but, and it would have like, to... But it, it's so quiet, It's very fluid. Well, it's, yeah, and it's, it's, it could change every day. But I just... I don't know. It's kind of odd because didn't you say they had to what, August 15th? August 15th is when they have to notify the ACC they're leaving if they want to be in a new conference by 2024. Well, I mean, they better they better raise some money. Yeah. What, what, better what, get what, J.P. Morgan on the phone. $120 million? Is that is that what we said today? Yeah, I think it's yep. $120 million. And Clemson's got to get it too. So 
go go find a quarter billy laying around uh, to go uh, pay to get out, and then convince the conference that all the all your schools are likely going to have to take less money now to add two more teams. Because I don't think that Clemson and Florida State would add the TV markets that would. Yeah. Or add any brand value necessarily that would make the payments go up. Sean says they'll play big noon home games, talking about the uh, Pac-12 teams to the Big Ten. He also says not mentioned, but the collapse of the Pac-12 means collapse of the Rose Bowl special standing. They're folded into the 12-team playoff now, I guess, right? But, yeah, I guess, and this is like one of the more, to some people, it's one of the more traditional things that we've had in college football the Pac-12 and the Big Ten playing in the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day I don't we're probably never going to have that ever again are we no because that doesn't mean as much to us here you know because like the Orange Bowl on New Year's Day night was more meaningful than the the Rose Bowl during the day between a Big Ten or in a Pac-12 school but that's that that's that's done. Yeah, that's I don't think it. anybody's you know beating down the door to see Penn State play Fresno State or whoever the Pac-12 gets. I, I know that I'm not. <laughs> I know that I'm not. <laughs> don't count on Tyler to be tuning in there, uh, Rose Bowl. Uh, Lincoln's catching. Um, he's catching some strays here. Not really even some strays because we brought him up. Uh, Shark says his smug, egotistical personality most likely drives recruits away. Screw Muleshoe. He's suited for an NFL coach. That way he doesn't have to recruit. A GM does it for him. Yeah, he can blame someone if the uh, well, now, things don't go well. The latest on the boards is that uh, USC uh, uh, doesn't use NIL like everybody else. <laughs> really? Yeah. So uh, I thought you weren't supposed to brag about that. I thought everyone called you poor if uh, you didn't use NIL. Because that's so, what everyone's been saying about OU for quite some time. So, they, they may not be dropping a uh, Mizzou-level bag for Williams-Winary. I mean, who is? I mean, this, this number apparently is just ridiculous. Rumored to be, and I say rumored to be because no one really Nobody knows. really knows. It's all speculation. Rumored to be seven hundred dollars to $750,000, Missouri's offer for Williams-Winary. And from what I understand, that oh. is not a, a duffel bag of cash every year on his doorstep full of three-quarters yeah. of a million dollars. I think it's potential earnings through the collective and through other things. But OU has a very competitive yes. offer. They don't have a $700,000 offer on the table, but... They're 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 competitive. The distance between Missouri's offer and OU's offer is a much smaller distance between the next the next tier of offers, which is like your Tennessees and Georgias of the world. Cherokee Sooner Muleshoe got the OU job. We leave for the SEC. Muleshoe gets the USC job. The Pac-12 implodes. What's going to happen to the NFL? Oh, the no. XFL is going to take over. The XFL is going to take over as oh, the most no. watched professional football league and, in the U.S. And how poetic that Bob Stoops will be the one to lead the charge <laughs> to finally Sweet. do right by football and taking down the league oh that has Lincoln gosh. Riley it in it. would be amazing. God, full circle. Here we come. Shark responded, uh, I like this, no more slobs versus snobs anymore. Who cares? Talking about the Rose Bowl. Shark, is that, has that been used for many years? Slobs for the Big Ten schools and snobs for the yeah, uh, Pac-12 schools. I, like I hope it. so. I if you came up with that on your own, it's it's amazing. And I I I almost wish that game was uh, going to be around for ten more years so we could use it. But slobs for snobs we're, is pretty good. We're going to have to come up with some other way to use it because it's great. 
It's amazing. Uh, Pete Thamel, thank you, text line, for uh, including this. Pete Thamel says, sources, both Utah and Arizona State, have applied for formal membership to the Big 12 Conference, and there's a call tonight with the Big 12 presidents and chancellors to discuss their membership. Arizona applied and was approved yesterday. So, there you go, man. There it is. It's all happening quickly. I, I, I did see something like that scroll across the bottom of the Ocho um, that uh, I think Plank had on uh, earlier. Uh, they're playing wiffle ball. Well, they had, uh, they had a, a pool tournament in there earlier. Oh, well, well, there you go. That's what they're airing on the Ocho. But, like, what, what's like, – th- this has been so fun this week to follow, especially from the – not the sidelines, but from the suites, yep. as you like to say, looking yep. down on everyone else – it's been so much fun to follow this week. It's kind of like, oh, it feels like it's over. Unless Florida State does something crazy here in the next two weeks or so. It's, well, I guess the only thing that could really happen now is that the Pac-12 tries to start adding teams like San Diego State and SMU. What a fun week it was, but it kind of feels like it's coming to an end here. Pac-12 had its last stand this morning, but nobody was buying Boy, it. Yeah, it was... Because it was something like the plane didn't land, like they were on their way. That's the kind of the tweets I woke up to was, man, they were after it. But here's the thing. What other, you know, this has been a big week, right, as you said. What other weeks kind of fit with this? Like what weeks do you remember in your college football fandom that were kind of this, I don't know, exciting, transformative? Um, the first year of the four-team playoff. I mean, yeah. OU wasn't a part of that, but watching the NCAA tournament selection show for all those years and then watching a four-team playoff college football selection show, are you kidding me? Like, that was that was crazy. And it wasn't 68 teams. It wasn't to the level <laughs> of the – but it's like, well, you're combining this awesome thing with my favorite sports suite. So I think of that. I think of – when they finally adopted the plus one, uh, they had the four BCS Bowls and then the national championship yeah. game on top of that is one that immediately comes to mind. But Some of our, uh, some of our more seasoned people on the text line um, chime in on this because what do you remember? Was it – I mean, I imagine, Tyler, when uh, – you know, maybe when they started counting national titles differently and like awarding them, like I'm after, sure the BCS after era, bowls. The, the BCS era that was, first year was what 1998. That was a huge deal. Texas joining the Big 12 in '96. So the late '90s, you got a, a run of like really changing the sport. But you know, this is the last year, and college football has changed so much from even 10 years ago. Right. But this is kind of the last year of college football. As we've known it, right? Like you still have power five or five power five conferences in this league. You still like have a four team playoff. Like there, there's a clear divide between this this year and 2024. OU and Texas are going to the SEC. UCLA, USC, Washington, Oregon are going to the Big Ten. Um, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado are all going to the Big Twelve. We are going from a four-team playoff to a 12-team playoff. There's been some massive changes in the sport over the years. I wonder if there's ever been a year of change quite like what we're going to see in 2024 coming up because there's just so many different things that are happening. Right. This is the farthest reaching one, obviously. Um, I I would argue the only thing would be the introduction of uh, the transfer portal as we know it now, Um, NIL as we know it now, because um, you have to think of what's affecting all teams, right? Like, when they changed the playoff structure, 
or something. Like, it's not like Rutgers is affected, right? I mean, it's not like, oh, man, this is going to really, really change the yeah. way we view they, football this they year. They stink in any format. That's what you're right. saying. Exactly. So, it's, uh, so, yeah, I think this is probably the farthest reaching, but it's interesting. Steely was talking a little bit earlier about, like, kind of the soul of, you know, college football and, and everything. It's all going to the greed and everything. Well, it's, it's always kind of been like that, and I'm wondering – how many times, Tyler, the words have been uttered over not only these airwaves but many airwaves saying, well, there goes the sport. The sport will never be the same. They ruined college football because I've heard just in the last five years that the transfer portal ruined college football, NIL ruined college football, the playoffs ruined college football, conference alignment have ruined college football. I mean, did the BCS ruin college football? Did, you know – who knows? Like th- a lot of people had that opinion today because we're not going to be able to watch the Apple Cup anymore. Maybe uh, between Washington and Washington bummer. State, I think the sport will survive without the Apple Cup if yeah. they're not able to strike a non-conference deal. Just, just a bummer. Here. Like I mean, and that's the thing is, is how many times has anybody uttered this is going to ruin the sport? And then guess what happens the next year? It has more yep. viewers than it ever has. 405-651-3439 is the Meyer Chevrolet text line. We'll get to some of your texts. Look around college football coming up next right here on The Ref. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KRF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. Wagner's Heating and Air Conditioning, expert technicians, plus industry-leading Linux equipment. They're perfect together. Learn more about special savings on Linux products by calling Wagner's Heating and Air, 405-329-2076, or wagnershvac.com. A little bit of sweet and a whole lot of heat. Rom's new sweet and spicy Gouda Burger is packed with mouth-watering flavor. We start with a fresh-baked artisan multigrain bun. Top it with a sizzling burger patty and bacon. Add a little mayo and then throw on the heat with apple habanero barbecue sauce and jalapenos. Oh, and we can't forget the smoked Gouda cheese melted to perfection. Brahms Sweet and Spicy Gouda Burger. Available for a limited time at Brahms. You've joined the ref for years with our 6018 giveaway in March. Now, we're giving you a shot at college football glory. In our first annual Gridiron Giveaway. Join us Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 p.m. at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond, 909 West I-35 Frontage Road. As we give away 70 teams from all the Power 5 conferences. If you get one of the four teams that make it to the playoffs, you will win one of four major grand prizes. There will also be hourly instant giveaways throughout the day. No, there it is. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's the ref's gridiron giveaway. Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. Come early and stay all day for the fun and for your shot at college football glory. Wagner's Heating and Air Conditioning, expert technicians, plus industry-leading Linux equipment. They're perfect together. Learn more about special savings on Linux products by calling Wagner's Heating and Air, 405-329-2076, or wagnershvac.com. Whether you live in or visit Norman this summer, Visit Norman wants to encourage you to eat, shop, stay, and play local. Visit Signature Custom Pool and Patio, Norman's premier patio spa, outdoor kitchen, and pool accessory destination. 
Let the Signature team give your pool the signature service. K&N Furniture Consignment on Main Street offers you a shopping experience like no other. They offer pre-loved furniture at a fraction of the price. Plus, you can also find fabrics, upholstery, window treatments, custom bedding, and wallpaper. Come see it for yourself at K&N Furniture Consignment. Play at Sooner Bowling Center this summer. If you are serious about fun or serious about bowling, they have you covered. Sooner Bowling Center features 24 lanes, a newly remodeled arcade, and the spare time grill. Shop local to build relationships, receive better customer experience, and get personal service. So remember, eat, shop, play, and stay this summer in Norman. Summer is coming, along with the warmer weather. And all Sooner fans know that means we are just that much closer to another football season. And Balfour of Norman has been their favorite OU store for more than 45 years. Locally owned and located on Historic Campus Corner, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. At Balfour, you will find all the latest Sooner designs and styles in shirts, shorts, fashion tops, sweatshirts, hats, and even socks and belts. And they have a great selection for young Sooner fans, starting with newborn all the way through youth sizes. But Balfour has so much more than just shirts and hats, such as OU flags, auto accessories, golf items, glassware, and serving pieces, barbecue tools, just to name a few. You will even find something for your dog, even if his name isn't Boomer. So come by this summer when there is plenty of parking or shop online at crimsonproud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. Teddy rejoins us on Monday. We'll get back to what caught Teddy's eye. That's brought to you by Yella Gosney Law. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer? At Yella Gosney Law, communication is a priority. 405-800-8080. Uh, Nick Saban is not ready to name a starter for his Alabama team. He said yesterday, quote, we will tell you when it's time. All right. In quotes. So uh, right. I don't know if he'll have a uh, meltdown after the season opener like he did, what, six, seven years ago. But Did he hear with you? So quit asking. <laughs> I, I think he's trending towards that point. Good. Well, that's why he, he needs hates that, the that new home. Questions. He needs that vacation, new home. Just needs to relieve some stress, man. Stressful job. I guess Vince Young was at Texas practice earlier this week and – According to Steve Sarkeesian, Vince was pointing out the players that were not hustling off the field as they were running back into the bubble. So I guess Vince took it upon himself to tell Sark, hey, 38 wasn't running hard. 43 wasn't running hard. Uh, what uh, what numbers Quinn Ewers? Three wasn't running hard. He was jogging <laughs> around. Yeah. Thinking about his next Lamborghini deal or something like that. Well, I mean, Vince doesn't, Thanks, have, anywhere Vince. To, Vince doesn't have anywhere to be. So... I mean, that's okay. – What a snitch, don't man. Don't they have other coaches to do that? He was probably a hero in that locker room, and now they're like, what a punk, man. Yeah, I don't like Point this guy anymore. Point us out because we're not hustling on and yeah, off the All field. the people that say, man, I grew up Get watching you here. run into the corner of the end zone, you know, they're like, hey, man, what the heck? Lane Kiffin was trolling last night. It's what he does best. He basically retweeted a post from an Oregon State running back who's hopping in the transfer portal. Oregon State is obviously not in a good clearly, spot right now. Clearly. So it's like, really, Lane? Come on, Hey, Lane, Lane likes himself some portal. Hey, back on that Vince Young thing, do you think that he was kind of glory day in it saying, hey, 
you need to uh, you need to run like I ran in that national title game uh, against USC. Remember when I ran? Then flash the ring. Yeah, when I remember when I ran. He needed everyone to tell him how awesome he was at practice didn't that w- day. Didn't yeah. win this because I was jogging. Get to running. Uh, um, uh, other news: You have uh, uh, Austin Stogner is on the Mackey Award watch list. It's uh, award watch list season. Yes, it is. Oh, you even had a uh, punter yesterday on the Ray Guy Award watch list. So look at that. Watch out. Got to beat out punter you in Texas A and M. But oh, I love that so much. <laughs> Voted as punter you by ESPN earlier this week. That was fantastic. Uh, let's get to the text line, shall we? 405-651-3439. Peyton says, since when did Vince Young turn into a booster at Texas? Hey, Sark, I want to let you know I totally believe in you and want you to know I don't want you to get fired, but those guys ain't running hard. That That is a Texas booster thing to do. Yeah. Because we found out during year one at Sark, which everyone just forgets that Sark was 5-7 and seven in his well, first year Well, my sister's anniversary is... Sark yes. Day, 5-7, so I will never forget that. Everyone just five, omits seven. that season from the record books for Sark, which Weird. is amazing. But during that season, a booster basically showed up unannounced at practice and said, hey, coach, we're still behind you. We're not going to fire you this year. So that's what Peyton's text there's was always in reference an, to. There's, a, it, there's always a statement, a random statement of support, you know, after a couple losses, right? For randomly from you know an AD saying we we still have total confidence in our coach. Like Jeez. if you did, you might not be putting out a statement. Four oh five. Which Big Twelve teams will be hurt with the new additions to the conference? That's a good question. Um, I, I don't think Arizona really impacts things all that much, um, especially from a recruiting standpoint. Basketball, if they want to lean into the basketball side, yeah, of things, Arizona yeah. might have some. Colorado, maybe in the state of Texas, they could do some damage, but I just I don't know how I mean, a couple be of there. players. Yeah, I, I, I guess Utah. I don't guess Utah is the biggest factor in that. Arizona State's not going to amount to much. Utah, just in the sense that. They've won pack, uh, back-to-back Pac-12 titles. Maybe they're the team now that can really run the Big 12. But I, I still think the same about the Big 12 as I did last week. I think it's going to be a very competitive league year in and year out. I don't think that you're going to see an Oklahoma in the Big 12 kind of run that league for 20 years. I think it's going to be you know Kansas State, TCU, Utah, maybe a UCF. Like, I think it's going to be split across the board for the most part. Yeah, and I think that's a good question, though. I just I, I don't know if there's an answer to that. What's funny is you you mentioned a lot of teams there, and you didn't mention the team that has been the clear number two in the conference State, for the last yeah. fifteen years. And that, what does that tell you, Tyler? That that you that you didn't bring them up, right? It's well, the transfer portal era tip, isn't quite you know set up to benefit them because I'm unsure about their direction. This, be, this year is going to be very. Telling. They've always been very very good at developing. You know, over three or four years, very good football players that were lower ranked coming out of high school. They've never really recruited at a really high level, but they always developed so well. And uh, that that happens over time, right? Well, now with the transfer portal and the stigma's gone uh, about going from OSU to OU, now that we've seen four different players do it, you know, in the last, what, year and a half. And now you've got, uh, you know, the transfer portal to any other school. Now you've got an SEC school in your own state, and you've got kids willing to take PWO offers at OU instead of full football scholarships at OSU. I think OSU, when when they used to be kind of the clear-cut, hey, th- these guys are going to run the Big 12 after OU and Texas leave, 
I don't even think they're they're top three or four in those conversations. Eight oh five from the state of California. Got to be got to feel bad for Washington State and Oregon State. What will they do? Uh, they'll essentially be uh, with a bunch of Mountain West schools. Mountain West, I would yeah. Think. yeah. I mean, they're going to do about the same as they were doing before. For we've the most heard part. we've heard reports of Utah and Arizona in the next twenty four hours. Arizona State's not sitting on their hands here, are they? Summer, they got a lot of pool parties out there I mean, right I, now. The I'm, big, not, I'm not sure they even know what's what's happening. The they're, Big Twelve they're all just partying. go get UConn if that's the case. But it's like Arizona State. Like I'm, I guess I don't really care about you one way or the other. But don't be dumb here. I I, I hope you're having conversations with the conference here. Like, well, when you on, say guys. that, what do you do? You think Clemson's having conversations? Like we we just we we went ahead and I think because we respect Clemson's success and their value and things like that. Like all we all we've been hearing about is Florida State, and you and I both think, well, I mean. Clemson's going with them. I mean, uh, I think Clemson's having the same conversations as Florida State. They're just being a little bit more discreet about it than Florida. Right. Florida State's shouting it from the rooftops but, right now. But I like that we assume Arizona State, and I, I don't know what it says about the opinion of Arizona State, where it's like we don't assume that they're having these conversations. Yeah, I would think they would show up to the conversations <laughs> drunk and without a shirt on, wouldn't exactly. you? Exactly. Missing a flip flop or something. Like I said, man, it's summer. I mean, it's a party school, yeah. man. They're they're at a pool party right now. They have no idea that this is going on. All right, we'll close up. Hour number two next with more uh, OU football on the other side. Keep it locked in the ref. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do too. This is the ref, home of Sooner fans. You're simply the best. Things are heating up at Riverwind. With over 2,000 of your favorite games. And the final beats and bites of the summer. Beat the heat with Gary Allen and enjoy all your favorite food trucks on August 26th. Get your tickets online or at the box office for only $10. Riverwind really is the best place to play. It's the happiest day of her life. Entrepreneurs and more Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, More Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Moores continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've You've got got our our word on it. Hey, do you want to get rid of your reading glasses like I did? This is Mike Steele, and if you're over 40 like me and you're either farsighted or nearsighted, you need to call my guy, Dr. Bellardo. I've known him for years and totally trust him. Go check him out and see if you qualify for lens replacement or cataract surgery from the experts at Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Call today, 405-755-7700 for your free consultation or go to alcok.com. If you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here at Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. All right, son. Time to put out this campfire. Dad, we learned about this in school. Oh, did you now? Okay. What's first? Smokey Bear said to. First drown it with a bucket of water, then stir it with a shovel. Wow, you sound just like him. Then he said. If it's still warm, then do it again. Where can I learn all this? 
It's all on SmokeyBear.com with other wildfire prevention tips because only you can prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Are you frustrated with rising insurance costs or confused about your insurance coverage? At Rightway Insurance, each one of their clients is given a dedicated team of experts that work with you to address all of your insurance concerns. They are an independent insurance company that offers personal and business coverage. Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Or request a free online quote at rightwayinsurance.com. That's Rightway Insurance at 405-607-6014. Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. Stand Up to Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. So get on board and stand up to cancer with us. To learn more about how you can support this groundbreaking effort and get advantage miles, go to standuptocancer.org slash AmericanAirline. Serving in Afghanistan, I was shot in the head by sniper fire. I was given a 5% chance to live. I'm Adam Alexander, and I'm a veteran. Today, I visit classrooms and share my story. I tell kids that with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge. DAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is being there for the next generation. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Why did I wait so long to see a retina specialist? Retinal disease can steal your eyesight, but it doesn't have to. Patients who seek care from a retina specialist have the best chance of preventing vision loss due to age-related macular degeneration or diabetic retinopathy. AMD symptoms to look out for are distortion or warping of straight lines, as well as blurred or loss of central vision. Patients with diabetic retinopathy should seek treatment if they notice the appearance of spots or floaters or blurred and distorted vision. Visit seeforalifetime.org. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal on a van across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas, brilliantly executed, can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Call Fast Signs at Norman, 405-701-2890. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. Some uh, Cruton news that broke in the past 30 minutes. Younger brother of OU freshman Peyton Bowen, who we're all excited about. He's got a little brother, Eli Bowen, who is uh, in the class of 2024. He's a senior this year. He announced he is down to two schools. The 5'9", 180-pound corner from Denton will choose between Oklahoma and he'll choose between the University of Texas. Yep. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people, you know, even specifically Texas fans are saying, we're not getting this kid. This guy's just doing it for show. Meanwhile, Texas insiders have reported that OU isn't even an option for Eli Bowen. So, at bare minimum, Tyler, he's, he's got some people confused. It's it's not just as simple as, huh, his brother. Run, runs in the family, I guess, when it weird, comes to recruiting process. weird. All, all, all of this for him just to commit to Texas A&M and, oh then, and then forget to fax his paperwork in or not get the date right on his paperwork and then in the morning decide to go to uh, OU. 
God, it's going to be fun. He's going to commit to Texas, and then he's going to try and flip to A&M, and then he's going to end up at OU. Look, this kid's a really nice player. I just, after what we had to go through last year for that one, is is anyone worth going through that one again? I mean, it, it was it was an awesome day the day after signing hey, as day. As long but, as he ends up here, I don't care how he gets yeah. here. Well, if he goes to Texas, there's your uh, OU Texas storyline for two to three years. Is The Bowen brothers, the Bowen brothers, would that be the first set of brothers to play? opposites of each other in that rivalry game off the top of my head and no one, one comes one to of. mind yeah so that would be a storyline that you probably and, be annoyed with pretty soon and there are going to be you know some people that say five nine corner that's way too small uh well last year's uh jim thorpe award winner travius hodges tomlinson he was five nine as well so don't just don't don't just be scared because buki didn't work out Final hour of the rush coming up next. We'll give you the highlights from practice number two in Norman today right here on The Ref. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Ever wonder why someone would leave the road? 